That's a pretty cool looking t-shirt. Thanks. I made it myself. No, no, you didn't. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're not capable of that. No, no, I'm definitely not. It's a games done quick shirt. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Metroid Fusion. I'm sure you. <laughs> I feel like it should depict. Oh, it's, it's Metroid the, Fusion. Because you know, it's got the Doom. Ah, oh, okay. I was going to say. Are they sh- not in every game though? No. I just assumed they were in all of them. No. Just they, Fusion. They must have a Metroid shirt that somehow depicts Samus having a moral uh, dilemma on whether or not she should save the animals. <laughs> if this shirt doesn't exist, I'd be astounded. There is a Games Done Quick shirt of Super Metroid with the animals, hmm. but it doesn't depict... I mean, how would you depict the well, face of Samus with thinking a, about whether to save the animals or not? With a very talented artist, I can only mm, assume. A very talented <laughs> artist. I think that would be quite difficult. <laughs> Well, you could basically have her, like, you know, the animals are kind of in a cage or something, and then she's running the other way, but with a tear, you know. Hmm. Except that she's wearing a helmet. Oh. (laughs) But I just assume it's like you can see through the helmet. Hmm. It could be like the Prime games where when certain flashes of light happen, you can see the reflection of your face Hmm. in the visor. Hmm. That's pretty cool. That is That's about the only good thing about the Prime games, though. (laughs) I thought I'd just throw that in there. Yeah. Should we begin? Hello and welcome to Game the System Podcast, episode 38, a podcast about the people that play... Retro, arcade, modern, pinball, board games, and everything in between. It's the 14th of April 2019, and my name's Mark Bell. My name's John. My name's Matt. And how are we all? Pretty good. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You've been a little bit unwell, John. Yeah, you know, how it is. Hmm. I'm alright. Okay. I'll be fine. Alright. Just, maybe we should label this mic... John slash disease. Right. The <laughs> semen encrusted one. Maybe. We'll just leave to you. <laughs> Fair enough. You'll survive. We'll, we'll get you through just, this together. Mm. Just yeah. uh, expose them to UV light. Isn't that, isn't that what you do? Is it? Yeah. Oh, to see the disease. Not to kill them. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Oh, yeah, actually. Same as EPROMs. There's, um. Right. That reminds me, yeah, from my my boss went to like a big conference and he saw this, uh, it's like a, a a prism or a pillar or something, mm-hmm. I don't know, what do you call it, a pylon, right. and you put it in the middle of a room and it uses UV light to disinfect the room, huh. ah. or UV rays, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's right. like a new thing. So we need one of those. Yeah, well, hopefully we'll, we're going to sell them, maybe. Hmm. But yeah, I was just looking at it going, this is the food. It's something out of Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Baryon sweep in Star Trek. Yeah. Literally. Hmm. You just come in from whatever out of space. <laughs> they just, and then, okay, you're, you're fine. <laughs> I'm no picturing that scene from, is it Aliens or Alien, where the the ship, docks and they send in that sort of drone 
and they they sweep the whole uh i don't know whatever it is where ripley is and there's lasers going everywhere and making sure you know things are medically sound and blah 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 you guys that, don't remember is that, that scene? prometheus no it's aliens. aliens when do they do that isn't it at the beginning is that when they find her ship? I think so. I don't remember that. Hmm. Maybe maybe that's like a deleted scene or something. Or like Could an be extended from special edition version. or maybe it's Alien 3. Hmm. It might be Alien 3. Hmm. Either way, we've established we don't understand what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> As usual. <laughs> Speaking of not knowing what, we to- what we're talking about, uh, so we had that... Uh, t-shirt giveaway Mm. from amd amusement machine distributors thank you so much for giving us those t-shirts to give away um so we had entries for that uh and we we've pretty much well we have given away all four shirts in less than a day that's pretty cool we've got Um, at least four people that listen i know (laughs) that's good isn't it (laughs) And the first up was Ben Benassik. Shocking. Yeah. Um, now, pray tell what game is Ben playing? <laughs> <laughs> he had an email entitled, My XL T-shirt prize answer. <laughs> so it was very presumptuous. It was like, you know, he knew he was going to win. Well, that's him all over, isn't it? He's quite he a is. presumptuous guy. I know. But his answer was uh, Columns. What have you guessed? columns <laughs> well he was talking to us in the chat about how he was playing it so mm. he likes that game and i did also watch him stream it right yep yeah he's <laughs> a big fan of columns and next up was uh matt with one t from tired parents cool he says keep up the good podcasting and his retro game of choice is, is Vigilante 8. Oh. Mostly on the PS1, but mm-hmm. also on the N64. I didn't know there was a Vigilante 8. Wait, wait is there seven others? I know no, Vigilante. I guess. I mean, that presumes there's seven others. No, but there is Vigilante 8 Second Defense. Is, is this anything related to Crime Fighters Vigilante? I don't know. I don't think so. Because that's the game I think of. Yeah. It's a combat cars game, like Twisted Metal. Ah, so, maybe not. so it's definitely not that game that yeah. me and Matt are thinking about. Yeah, I don't think so. I think Vigilante 8 is the original. Oh. I'm not sure why, or as in the original in that series. I don't mm. know why it's called Vigilante 8. I don't know if it's linked to some other games. It's a spin-off of Interstate 76. Oh, okay. Ah. Huh. Did not realize that. I do mm. know Interstate 76. Yeah. Mm. I remember it being the game that, like, when we played it on PC, we were all impressed, like, ooh. How was it? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but Vigilante 8 is actually quite a good game, and I was talking to him about it. We played it briefly on a stream, and it didn't go that well because I could not remember what the hell to do, and I was mm. very, very bad. At right. the game, um, but I had it on Dreamcast back in the day, hmm. and it's it's a pretty cool game. Uh, so it's combat cars like Twisted Metal, mm-hmm. but it had a bit more. Uh, 
I don't know if variety is the right word, but there's a lot more. There was a lot more different weapons that you could have on your car. Um, so I think in Twisted Metal, everyone has unique weapons. Hmm. Um, whereas in this game, you can pick up the machine gun, and it will just attach itself to your car. Or you can mm. pick up like a cannon, and some of them are homing, and some of them just shoot straight forwards. And there's like a napalm that shoots up in the air. Um, hmm. Yeah, and there's you can also get countermeasures. So uh, you switch on the countermeasures and it stops homing fire from being able to hit you right. um, very accurately. Hmm. Uh, and there's shields and, yeah, it's it's got a lot of variety in it. And, and you are you just driving around in, a, in an arena or a track or um, course? Or? I think it's like a post-apocalyptic thing. So, yeah, it is kind of, I guess, arena-like, but the stages are um, might be like, you know, a desert with like a... There's one, yeah, that's kind of like... I think it's an oil field and there's a um, service station there and stuff, but it's like there's hills around and different places you can go and so... Oh, so it's sort of open-world-ish. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not, hmm. not an open world, but yeah, like as in a post-apocalyptic kind of world, mm-hmm. you know, with some boundaries. So, okay. yeah. Sort of like Carmageddon, maybe. Um, I haven't played actually played Carmageddon, so I can't compare it too much. Okay. Um, Carmageddon's cool. Yeah. Mm. It's definitely a fun game, and I think it's, it's somewhat of a hidden gem because I don't think it was very popular, hmm. but it's yeah, I've never a lot of fun to play. Yeah, I've never heard of it before. Hmm. You heard of it before, Matt? No. Hmm. Well, there you go. And Carrie writes in and says, Pinball is fun, <laughs> but not as much as Bank Panic. Oh. Um, plays quite well on MAME and on the phone, so he gets to sneak in a game fairly regularly. Uh, he also says he will be less emailing and more forumming to mix into the community. See you there. Cool. Yeah, and Bank Panic is a cool game. Uh, I don't know it. Yeah, I was turned on to that game from um, Dave Firepower, who's into a lot of sort of classic games, Mm -hmm. classic arcade games. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'm sort of more into the late 80s, early 90s sort of stuff, whereas Dave Firepower, he's into the earlier stuff, and Bank Panic is one of those. And it's it's kind of a... uh, You have three doors and all you do is press in a direction of shooting into one of these doors Mm -hmm. Um, so let's just say it's left right and forward Mm -hmm. to shoot left right or center Mm -hmm. and one of the doors will open and it's you know say a baddie or something like that and you shoot him sometimes it'll open and it's you know a damsel in distress or something like that Mm -hmm. accidentally shoot them yeah you can (laughs) <laughs> but that's not advised because, you know, you lose a life or whatever. And it gets progressively harder and faster and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's it's actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's basic, but cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can see why that would sort of work on the phone, mm-hmm. like Gary was saying, because it's just very, you know, I'd imagine on a touch screen, you just touch the door that you want to fire at. So, yeah, it's cool. pretty cool. Interesting. Yes. I'll have to check it out. Yes. And lastly, we have Matt Roberts, another Matt, 
There's too many mats. Yeah. Another mat. Ah. And Gallagher. Gallagher? Mm-hmm. Gallagher. Is the game he keeps going back to. It's the game he's most competitive with. And, yeah, we all know Gallagher yeah. quite well. Did you, you must have seen, I don't know if you posted about it or not, the record got beaten again recently. That was the tournament score oh. for Gallagher. Yeah. The previous one to that, I think, was just the uh, the marathon score. Yep. I think. I could be wrong here. I think they still said it took like some five hours or something. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Uh, tournament uh, rules on Twin Galaxies are generally, they restrict you to a certain amount of lives. Yep. And I think for most of them, it's five lives. Okay. So that, and, and I know for a fact, the tournament uh, rules for Gallagher on Twin Galaxies is five lives. Right. So, yeah, he probably would have gone for a ridiculous amount of time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he was restricted to that amount of lives. Right. And it's that same guy again. Um, okay. What's his name? Something Gonzalez. Okay. I, I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember. But it went from something like six million to nine million or something. Yeah, yeah. he so destroyed it. Huge yeah. jump. Yep. Mm. And that hasn't been verified just yet. It will be, but it's it's on Twin Galaxies for adjudication. Okay. Yep. So that will happen, and yeah, that's our four T-shirt giveaway winners. We have Ben Benasic, we have Matt with one T, we have Carey, and we have Matt Roberts. That's pretty cool. Matt with one R. Two two T's and... Okay. Is he a two T, Matt? I think uh, you're I think assuming. I think you're making assumptions there. Uh, oh, oh, I, have, I have the superior name and, and he also has the superior <laughs> the name. superior sure name. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> Being thrown down. Well, I can backtrack on that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Never. We don't edit on this podcast. Well. Uh, Matt Roberts is two T's. The time I spend okay. editing would argue against that. <laughs> <laughs> no one has one T except for Matt with one T. Yeah, that's highly unusual. Yeah, hmm. he yeah. is a highly unusual guy. I, I think so. <laughs> and um, the Gallagher going back to that. Yeah, I think we can say now because it's not happening anymore. But sorry if you didn't know this, Matt already. But the Gallagher in 1989 was on free play for a very long time. Yes. <laughs> he could have just walked up and pressed the start button. Absolutely. But since <laughs> it got moved out and moved back on that Astro City, not anymore. Yeah. So the game is back in there, yeah. but it's not on free play anymore. You know. Yeah. Was that a deliberate thing or did he... No. I think they had a... Uh, Coin mech issue or something? Yeah. I think... I think uh, the wires that go to the coin mech were also uh, going to the start button. Ah. So you'd press it once and nothing would happen. Ah. Then you press it again and it'd give you a credit. So it wasn't on free play. Oh, no. no. Yeah, that's right. No, no. it's on or Ben Benassik's version of a free play, which is <laughs> yes, you can get a free game if you know what to do. Yes. <laughs> you saying Ben Benassik is a cheater? Uh, is this where this is going? Uh, I don't need to say it. His actions Whoa, stand for themselves. Burn. Burn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All the controversial things are being said tonight. <laughs> but it doesn't surprise me that this is the case. Hmm. 
there, actually, uh, I remember um, when they had the pinball uh, games at the bunker in Coogee for a while there. Not for a while. One time when I went there, the um, getaway was doing something similar. Hmm. There was something wrong with the coin mech, and you'd put the coin in, and it would come back to the return, but it would give you a credit. Ah. So you could just keep slotting it through and get heaps of credits. Did you take advantage of that? Uh, So you're saying you're also a cheater? Well, I wasn't in a competition or anything. I was just playing it for fun. Is that cheating? I think so. (laughs) Regardless, I think so. (laughs) So you're calling Ben Benassik out, and yet you also take advantage of situations. There was also a time when um, the Cactus Canyon at at the Courthouse Hotel door wasn't shut properly. Oh. I reported that to Roger. Did you steal money? No. no. I wouldn't steal money. Okay. It was already gone. <laughs> In John's pocket. <laughs> uh, yeah. Actually, I noticed because I walked up to it and it had credits on it. And I'm like, what the hell? Why would someone just leave like nine credits on this game? And then I realized why. Because they just opened the door and like pressed the button a bunch of times. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Cactus Canyon was at the courthouse for a while. Mm. It's a really, really rare game. So the fact that it was at, you know, on location, that's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's funny, like, when you think about that sort of thing, we've had access to some really rare games, uh, and it almost seems like, oh, there's nothing, you know, unusual about this. And then mm. you hear other people, like, talking about it, oh you got to play that that's amazing mm. like oh yeah I guess it's pretty good mm. Mm. <laughs> yes so thank you to the four winners we will uh, send out those shirts when we can um, and I'll be in contact to get the addresses and so forth Ben's already got his shirt it was a wow. birthday gift even though he won it he got it as a birthday gift <laughs> shown yeah did we know about this at all before or is this how uh there's been strong rumors in the pinball community for a while okay saying that willy wonka was coming right from jersey jack pinball yep um saying that's going to be the next game after pirates of the caribbean Mm -hmm. and yes they showed it what yesterday Mm -hmm. this morning uh yesterday yesterday. that reminds me just quickly before we talk more about that uh it occurred to me that when we heard about uh, Black, the Black Knight mm. from Stern, mm-hmm. was there rumours of that or was that completely out of the blue? Or No, there was rumours about that for quite a while as well. Okay. Yeah. When are you expecting Elvira 3? Uh, October. Right. So you pretty much know when it's coming. Uh, not really because uh, it, was, it was meant to, or the rumours were saying that it was going to be October last year. 
Oh. But then it got bumped for... Um, Bla- the Black Knight. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, for Monsters, I think. Okay. Yeah. And obviously Black Knight. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. I think uh, they're going for the Halloween thing. I was wondering if you were thinking... Uh, if you were disappointed that another pinball machine got announced that wasn't... No, it's good. Yeah. It's good because... Okay. Uh, I'm in a position where I can pay for it. It's mm. all good. Mm. But the longer it sort of gets delayed, the better. The more comfortable you'll be. Yes, yep. exactly. Because, cool. yeah, I've I've got The Walking Dead, which is like an interim pinball machine, and I'll move that on in order to fund my purchase of, El- of Elvira 3. Mm-hmm. So um, the longer that is, the better. Because... Mm-hmm the easier I can move on Walking Dead. Yep. Yeah. But yes, Walking Dead, Walking Dead, Willy Wonka starts with a W. Mm. Easily confused. Yep. They're very similar. They're always confused (laughs) because I thought it was called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No, it's Willy Wonka. Well, the machine And the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, did they get it wrong? Oh, it is. Is it? Okay, is this a thing that was different in different regions again? The book, I believe, is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, hmm. The recent movie is called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Wikipedia tells me that this one, the The one with um, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder one, yeah, from the 70s, is called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, And that is the one that they're... Yeah, it's themed after the Gene Wilder thing. Wow, that's... Which is good, because that's... I think it's a better film. Yeah. That's so odd because I've always thought of it as Charlie and the Chocolate Oops. Factory as well. Yeah. And always watched, like, that was the movie that I was watching too. Yeah. It's bizarre. Well, this is what Wikipedia says. I don't know if there's some region difference that we may have been. The internet um, is never wrong. Yeah. Hmm. So we were, it's, that's, uh, we were talking about Willy Wonka. Well, I was talking about Willy Wonka with my wife, Brianna, today. Mm-hmm. And. I think it might have been in her mind because I watched the video of the pinball machine. Okay. Um, maybe something else reminded her, possibly getting chocolate eggs. Anyway, um, <laughs> we had an early Easter lunch today. Um, but we were talking about how, you know, we thought Gene Wilder did a really good job and it's hard to, yeah. you know, really replace what he did. And I yep. And I was saying to her that I think part of that is something about his style. He's got that really... Um, like, I think dry is one way to say it, but it's almost underhanded style of mm. humor. Yeah. Where, which is what I think you would expect from that character. Mm. And the way he played the character was, you know, a man who owns a business and needs to make money, but at the same time, he does all these weird things. But there's like a rational reason from his perspective for everything that he does. Mm. You know, like he had the chocolate river because that was the best way to mix the chocolate. You know, um, whereas when Johnny Depp did it, it was almost like this childlike mm. Willy Wonka, mm-hmm. which to me doesn't really, I don't know, I just don't, I don't think it makes a lot of sense. I also think it helps that Gene Wilder is a proper comedian. I mean, Johnny right. Depp, you know, he's a, he's a fantastic actor, mm. but he's not a comedian, whereas mm. Gene Wilder is a comedian and yeah. he's, that, he's that type of actor or even type of person where he doesn't even need to do anything. You just need to look into into his eyes and you just immediately just, you know, just feel that sort of 
silliness and and you can't help but laugh because mm. he's just got that thing in his eyes that mm. makes it look like mm. whatever he's doing is totally stupid and hilarious. Mm. Are you a fan of um, Young Frankenstein? Uh, I'd only seen the film, it was a couple of years ago when I was heading over to the US. I watched it oh. on the flight over. Okay. And yeah, it was okay, right. <laughs> but I'm not a fan of, um, what's the guy's name? Mel Brooks. Yeah, I don't right. like Mel Brooks films. Okay. They're far too stupid. <laughs> Way too stupid. It is but Gene really, Wilder, I'm a fan It is really of. stupid. <laughs> Whatever Gene Wilder's in is good. Okay. But uh, yeah, Mel Brooks stuff, not so much. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny like that, I think to watch that movie now, Young Frankenstein I'm talking about, would be hard. It's also, it's weird because it's a product of its time. Yeah. But and, it and that's basically what I mean. has a rape scene in it. Really? Yeah. Remember the the woman gets um, well oh. Frankenstein has sex with the woman and she's yeah, right. all like at first she's like no I don't yeah, want to do this yeah and then she's it's screaming like, it's and like then she all comes of a around sudden, to it kind yeah of because of the oh. giant size of Frankenstein's yeah, right. dick or something <laughs> and all of a sudden she's like really into it really into it <laughs> yeah that's, but it's basically a rape scene that's pretty not PC no it wouldn't fly these days no but back then it was kind of I don't know like I said it's a product of its time. Mm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who plays Igor is hilarious, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. he's, he's... I don't know, some of those He was really in a lot of Mel Brooks stuff, wasn't he? Uh, don't know. He actually died early. I think, is it Marty Feldman, maybe? I can't remember. I think that's his name. He had a... a <laughs> one of the silly things that happens is he's, he's Igor, so he's got a hump. Hmm. But the hump keeps moving. It's always in a different place. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of little subtle things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, You know? And, um, yeah. No, it is a good film. It's probably my favourite Mel Brooks film. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. There's lots of really stupid stuff in it, though. Hmm. But, th- I mean, that's what it is. It's a silly movie. Anyway. And it's, um, it's black and white, even though it didn't need to be. Yeah. So they made it black and white, even though colour was a thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's okay. But Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with Gene Wilder, that's a really good film. Yeah. It's oh, my yeah. favourite musical. So and that's a movie that, in contrast, uh, stands the test of time. Yeah. And another thing that I was thinking about this was that Jersey Jack seemed to be going for those kinds of licences, which I assume mm. are probably less expensive because they're older, mm. but they're licences that have stood the test of time and will probably mm. continue to be known to most people because, yeah. yeah, like The Wizard of Oz and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, mm. apparently. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I think it's um, I think it's one of these things that's just a, a perfect alignment of three things, which is Willy Wonka... Jersey Jack and Pat Lawler. Hmm. So Pat Lawler is the designer, and you know he did um, oh, what's it called? Dialed in. He did do dialed in, but he also did. Did he um, do Creature from the Black no. Lagoon? No, no. Adam's family. Oh, Adam's family and um, Twilight Zone. Yes, that's what I was going to say. And what's the one with uh, the circus? Voltaire. No. 
you know, he, he opens his mouth and swallows the ball and... Oh, um, Funhouse. Yeah, Funhouse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think... Yeah, very you know, just, classic designer, I guess. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of known designers, but when you think about his games... Well, I don't, I don't know. All those games are like basically top, really top games. They're games people yeah, absolutely top tier, love. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's just a marriage of, of three things that are absolutely perfect. Mm. I mean, I, I say that and, you know, I don't have any intention to be like interested in buying one of these things. Mm. I mean, I, I love the film. I like pinball enough. Mm. Um, Pat Lawler games, not so much for me, but I understand what they offer. Mm. Um, and Jersey Jack, they always do a ridiculous job on making a machine just absolutely beautiful. Mm. They don't yeah. spare any anything at all. They mm. just look absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm sure this game will be the same. Mm. So it's... I think it's perfect for Jersey Jack. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely what they should do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it looks pretty cool. I mean, the Playfield art, I'm not overly sold on. Mm. And, in fact, um, Matt Venables messaged me last night and said, is it just me or does, you know, this machine look like like um, mid-tier Stern, like, you know, Wheel of Fortune or, you know, those sort of, crappy-looking games, Austin Powers. I think he really doesn't like the busyness, you know. Yeah, but it also looks like just sort of Photoshop, cut and paste, mm. you know, Gene Wilder in the centre done, um, mm. this bit over here done. It's not like hand-drawn sort of stuff. Mm. It's sort of like copy and paste sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm sure in person it'll look amazing. Well, I'd be surprised if it really looks like that because... I think Wizard of Oz looks fine and mm. that's no, you know, it's it shouldn't be any different to that, I guess. Mm. I think the graphics on Wizard of Oz are done really well. I mean, I'm thinking probably more specifically about the stuff, the video stuff that they did. Um, it's really polished. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I can't think of anything on the play field that I feel was not... On Wizard of Oz. Mm. No, Wizard of Oz look great. Yeah. Yeah. But this one, I, yeah. I think I need to see it in person because I agree with Matt Venables. It looks a little bit too cut and paste sort of style. Mm. Um, but, I mean, otherwise, it looks pretty damn cool. Mm. Yeah. I think I did look at the side art and think that looks a little bit odd. Yeah. It almost looks like the image that they wanted to use wasn't the right size so they gave it this like border Hmm. but that's just speculation i mean then if you try and take a step back and think well how does it look as it is like what do i think of it with the border Hmm. and it's only it's side art so maybe they're trying to um feature the color of the border you know on the machine maybe that's what they're trying to do Hmm. um so, yeah, who really knows? But that did seem a bit weird to me because usually side art is, like, fully covering the side of the machine. Yeah. and then But then you hardly ever see it a lot of the time because... Yeah, it's, it's squashed up often, against other machines or yeah. against the wall or, yeah. or whatever. Mm. Any thoughts on the actual play field geometry or 
Yeah, I I thought that it looks a lot like dialed in. Um, it reminds me a lot of dialed mm. in in the way that it's set out. It's obviously different, but I think in in that there's no there's features on the game, but there's no particular standout feature, mm. and and it's actually something that I am not a big fan of, but I also understand that it's kind of part of the way the game is designed. You know, in the same way that with Twilight Zone, there's so much going on that, yeah. you know, you don't necessarily have one specific feature because there's lots of features. Mm-hmm. Although in Twilight Zone, I would say the power, um, what is it? The the pyramid, what do you call it? With magnets? Dump playfield. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that's probably like the biggest feature in terms of visually looking at the game. Mm-hmm. Because what 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 I'm kind of talking about is when you're new and you walk up to the game and you're like trying to figure out okay, what do I shoot at? Usually in most pinball games, there's one standout feature hmm. that you go, well, if I hit that, something will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with dialed in and and I think that's coming through to this game too, is that there's not necessarily one standout feature. I would say the biggest thing that drew my attention was a little rotating disc thing with the scoop in it. Yeah. And that's really boring because <laughs> it's mm. just a little rotating it's disc. It's all colourful. It's, it's the toy, really. Yeah, well, yeah, but it's not... There's nothing... It's got the gobstopper yeah. above it. Yeah. But what on does the it, thing itself... What does it do as a person who hasn't seen... A video of the game being played. It starts it's, modes. Ah, uh, oh, what it does. Is that what you meant? Or no, I mean, the, like, what does it do toy-wise? You hit oh, a thing that's not really a stand-up, but there's like a switch. It's kind of like the board just hits it like a stand-up. Mm-hmm. And then underneath there's a rotating circle. So it, re- it reveals the... Uh, Functionally, scoop. it's exactly uh, like the um, the box in Theatre of Magic. Oh, right. Yeah. Hmm. So hit it, and around, then it so spins around, and then the scoop... Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So it's basically, yeah, you hit it, and then it turns, and so then it's it kind becomes of a bash a toy that eventually reveals something that you go into. Yeah, except there's no toy there. It's just a little, like, it's a target well, it's it. and then a disc. Yeah. Right. Well, the gobstopper is above it, but it's, I don't know. I just, maybe if I saw it in person, maybe I would feel differently, but I, I feel like. It's not obviously something that you should go for. And mm. I think that that's the problem. I think that's with, with Dialed In, it's a bit of a problem. It's okay once you learn the game and you know what to go for. So I don't think it's necessarily a big deal, but I just, I'm just i talking more like aesthetically. I, mm. So my, on, following on that, like my thoughts was that this machine is not filled with it's it's less dense than like Wizard of Oz to me. Is, there's stuff oh, everywhere, there's all everywhere. over it, right? Yeah. They packed so much into the yeah to the machine. Hmm. Um, but this one turns it down a lot. Hmm. So like, it still has that golf stopper, but there's hmm. not a lot of yeah. It looks like a normal a, pinball machine. Yeah, it looks a lot more like a stone one. I think. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah that's a good point. That's interesting. Um, it's not wide body, so I don't catch if. Is this you know that for a fact? Yeah. Okay. I was um, assuming that from the pictures I've seen because it didn't look like a wide body, but I wasn't sure. Are all the other Jersey Jacks wide body? No. Uh, all Dal- of them except Dal- for Dalton Dal- is not. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Another Pat Lawler okay. machine. Hmm. 
Yeah, mm. that's interesting because I, I kind of, I felt like, I felt like it was very dense. I think it's further up. Like, I think you were comparing it to dialed in, but mm. I, I always bring this up because it's what the thing I first notice is how cramped the lower part of the playfield is, and dialed mm. in is kind of low. Mm. This thing's pretty close. But to you can't really mm. say the same thing about Wizard of Oz. Um, it's pretty open. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that is. Yeah. Up the center and to the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But it's got a lot of things built up. On like the left-hand side, trees and the stuff. castle, mm. I guess, and the mm. house. There's a lot of things like mm. it's very vertical. Mm. 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 I just noticed up the very far left backhand side, there's two balls. Yeah. there's a So there's a vertical up kick and a ball lock into there. So oh. that's, that's for a multi-ball. And the thing they were saying about that is that the default the default mode is is some kind of throwback thing to old machines where you can steal another player's multi-ball. Oh, mm. okay. So you lock a ball and I t- have the next turn and I can... Yeah, right. I can, yeah, steal the multi-ball. Mm. Okay. And you can see them, yeah, just sitting up the back there yeah. on sort of like a, on a, like a plank or something like that. It's the elevator or something like that. That's uh, what it's supposed to be. The glass elevator. Oh, mm. Glass elevator? Oh, that was a thing in Willy Wonka. Yeah, it is. That's mm. right. But but I think on the machine it's like Wonka Vader. It's got a special name. Yeah, yeah. Like Wonka Vader. That. It's called mm. the Wonka Vader. In the in the it book. can go it can go um, left ways and and sideways and round ways and any ways that you want it to go. <laughs> Don't you remember that? <laughs> I remember a glass elevator. The no, it's not glass. It smashes through the glass. Is that is that why it's called uh, that? It's the Wonka Vader. What's the second book called? I thought it was the glass elevator. Wasn't it? I could be wrong. Yeah, but I think I remember it had a special name, and Wonka Vader sounds right. Okay. It's unlike us to know the facts. <laughs> in Wonka Vader at all. also sounds like the villain, that secret villain from, like, as in Wonka Vader. I'm but also just noticing in front of this sort of like spinning toy that we we're talking about, uh, the everlasting cop stopper. Yeah, hmm. there's a giant insert just says big points. That just seems really silly. Right in front of it? Yeah. There's there's a there's one of those things that's like snaking the things all the way up. Yeah. To play field, like from the flippers for more or less. Yep. All your all of your goals. Mm. Yeah. There's no, but the, the entire size of that circular thing is a massive insert that just says oh. big points. That's really bizarre. Mm. Big points. Big points? Why why not? Maybe it's well, just a general instruction like <laughs> be for big points. Over here for but if it's anything like Stern, anything that says big points, it's just useless. Why do they use big points in mystery awards? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, wow. Impressive. That was a rather violent air conditioner turn on. <laughs> right, so the second book is it's The Great Glass Elevator. Oh. Ah, there you go. You know. So there's more to the story? Yeah. Hmm. Does Who Charlie knew? run the factory into the ground? Or? I don't remember actually what happens in the second one at all. Yeah, oh. I think I've read the second book actually, but I can't remember either. Yeah, nothing. I, so long ago, if mm. I even read it. But I did love the film. And yeah, I'm excited to play this new pinball machine. Even though I'm not a fan of Pat Lawler. Um, no, not? No. Okay. I do like JJP games and... Mm. Uh, I do like the movie, Willy Wonka. 
I was going to say that I think it actually looks really cool just from a shooting perspective. It's got four flippers mm. and there's a lot of shots to shoot and I like that the ramps come further down the play field or there is at least one ramp that comes further down, I think. The right ramp. Mm. Yep. I think there's... Just looking at the picture here, I think there's one, two, three ramp entrances. And the right one is the lowest. And you got sort of like mm. a center ramp mm. that curves around to the left. It's almost more like a classic Steve Ritchie ramp setup. And then mm. Pat Lawler's gone in and like shoved all this other stuff in there. Mm. <laughs> Actually, the, the flipper setup is exactly the same as Adam's family. It is? No. No. Yeah. The no. Right, the, so there's obviously the standard ones. And then on the left side, it's sort of towards the bottom. And on the right side, it's towards the top. Yeah, that's true. The left one is on this one. The left one is bigger and the right one yeah, is... Yeah, the left one is the full size one. Right. I didn't think so much about the actual <laughs> size of the flippers. I thought they'd be higher. I mean... Size is very important. Get the feeling it was that low. <laughs> okay. Like they were pretty high. Anyway, it looks cool. Yeah, I think it looks. I think it looks good. I think it look could be a really cool game. Hmm. Definitely a lot of potential there. I reckon it'll be a, a winner. I think JDP. as far as yeah, I was going to say as far as choosing a theme goes too. Like, what a great theme for a pinball machine. I mean, yeah, absolutely. There's so many. The movie itself is like split up into chapters almost, hmm. and each chapter revolves around a certain character. Yeah, each child almost is like a mode. Yeah, yeah, and so it's yeah, it's perfect for that. Like you, it looks like you collect the characters, so that must be like lighting the mode or something. And then, hmm. yeah, it's it's a great theme for a pinball machine, hmm. and I very colourful and. Yeah, just beautiful. Mm. Like I said, for JJP, who does games that are just absolutely mm. beautiful, mm. what other movie could you choose that's so colourful and, mm. you know... And heaps of um, cool lines or great sort of one-liners from the movie yeah. that they can use music. as sound clips. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just like Wizard of Oz. Honestly, that game really rekindled my interest in with The Wizard of Oz because... I forgot about all the funny lines in that movie. There's so many just little funny lines. I guess when you watch it as a kid, you don't necessarily pick up on them. Hmm. And then seeing them again as an adult, you're like, that's really funny. Hmm. You know. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm expecting a similar kind of experience. Yeah, because something that they talk about about the film is that, you know, it's kind of marketed as a kids film but it's actually very dark mm. it's a pretty dark story yeah. and um you know gene wilder's portrayal of Willy wonka is very sort of insidious mm. in some respects yeah. and i mean you know there's kids getting i don't know if they get actually murdered <laughs> i'm not sure <laughs> Kids go missing. <laughs> like when the girl goes down the the chute in when she was a bad egg in the in the uh, golden egg yeah. laying place, mm. and the mum's like, "Where does the chute go?" And he's like, "To the huh? incinerator." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, there's the the scene where they're going through the tunnel and it's all oh, really yeah. scary. There's flashing of what chickens getting their heads cut off and yeah. stuff like that. And he's yeah. super creepy. Like not just animatronic chickens mm. getting their heads cut off, actual chickens getting their heads cut I off. I mean, that's another thing you could in the movie do yeah. in a movie today like that. And then at the end, he loses his shit at Charlie and mm. Grandpa. I love that scene. And it's like... Good day, sir. Scary. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Is yeah. that what he says? Yeah. yeah. I said good day. <laughs> <laughs> he goes out, off at them for stealing fizzy lifting drink. Hmm. <laughs> no, it's a great the film. The ceiling will have to be washed and sterilized. <laughs> <laughs> really good film. Hmm. And I, I have seen the Johnny Depp one, the the newer version. It's it's okay, but it's it's not a spot on the original, I don't hmm. think. The original with Gene Wilder is just, yeah, it's really cool. Mm. Yep. Hopefully they don't overdo the Oompa Loompa song. Yeah, hopefully not. Yeah. That that (laughs) is something I could imagine, just like when Kiss came out, um, you'd be at a pinball event and you'd just be hearing Oompa from like across (laughs) the thing, just the same songs over and over and just like, ah, shut up. (laughs) The Black Knight one. Oh, that. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd the have other to do thing. a competition between Oompa Loompa and the Black Knight song. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll have to do like top 10 sounds at a pinball event. One of them will be the screaming of the Ghostbusters machine. Just every oh, now and God. again. <laughs> yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> the danger in Walking Dead. Oh, I like that sound. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's You'll up there. That yeah, from way across. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Willy Wonka, it looks cool. I'm excited to play it. Not excited enough, like I said, to want to add it to my collection, but it looks really cool. Hmm. Yes. Well, that the top tier one was twenty thousand dollars. Holy shit! Really? I didn't see that. No. Oh. There's three versions. <laughs> That is it's one like thing. Twelve, yeah. fifteen, and twenty or something. I thought they were saying that the the lower tier one now is is the least expensive to Jersey Jack so far. Oh really? No. That's why I read or saw that somewhere. Mm. Like more, somewhat more in line with the. I think this was Australian dollars too. Uh. Right. Either way, it's kind of scary where pinball prices are going. Yeah. As someone signed up for El- Elvira 3, <laughs> I'm worried where these pinball prizes are going. <sighs> well, at least they can't claim that the Elvira license is like super expensive or anything. True. That's true. <laughs> but that doesn't stop them jacking up the price, though. Mm. Yes. Mm. Tech support again? No, this is the only photo I have. Oh, you got a photo? Well, of your score. Oh, that's your pilot wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
pilot wings score. Yeah. I didn't see pilot wings there. Yeah. It was in the comp. Where was it? On like the straight away as you walk in. <laughs> it was the fir- it literally the first thing you could see. It was probably the most featured retro game out of all of them. When you first walk in. <laughs> like the, the table was over the back and it was yeah. the only one facing. Ah, uh, okay. I didn't notice. Did you do that thing that people do when they like go to conventions and stuff where they never pay attention to like the thing that's right the first thing they see and then they just walk? I think walk. so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Because <laughs> when I first walked in, I was oh, yeah, going to hand you bags yeah. and then I stepped on your controller and broke it. Ah, uh, no. You know what? That was... <laughs> Why? Who? Someone left that. I've got a pretty good idea of... There was three people playing It was that. a black controller. And they left the it on the floor. Yeah. No, it's not black, but right. they left it on the floor, in the middle of the floor. Hmm. They just put it down and walked away. Yeah. And I was like, happy Why? birthday, Crunch. Oh. Why would you do uh, that? What was that? <laughs> it was fine, though. Right. Those little things pop out. So it's hmm. Even though that. they've popped out. Hmm. So well, we know now. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, those things pop Too out. Bad. Actually, they're really annoying because... If you're like vigorously analog sticking, they can sometimes just come off. Hmm. Yeah. It's hmm. quite frustrating, actually. Well, it certainly came off under my six foot one Doc Martin boot <laughs> when I stepped on it. I actually, I haven't actually used that controller since then, but I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> you're assuming it still works. Yeah. It was still solid. Like, it wasn't like it broke. Hmm. So. Okay. They're pretty simple. That's it's a wired one. They're only fifty bucks. Hmm. Those ones. I mean. Well, I did say if I did break it, I'm happy to pay for it. <laughs> I wouldn't. It's not your fault though. Some idiot left it in the middle of the floor. So it was Matt. Is that what you're no, saying? I didn't, I didn't. No, no, it wasn't Matt. <laughs> no, it was my other friends that were there playing it. Right. And um, I don't know why. I think the pizza came and they must have just gone. Oh, yeah, the pizza dropped, did arrive put the just as on I the turned floor. up. Yeah. And then maybe they were intending to come back. Maybe that's what happened. Hmm. Um, that would make sense, I guess. Either yeah. way, I don't think it was put there intentionally, intentionally to be stepped on. Yeah, probably not. No. You're probably right. Hmm. <laughs> it was a fun, a fun day. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I really enjoyed it. I didn't play anything. You didn't play anything? I played something. Oh, I played... Um, What did I play? We played um, Smash Brothers on the N64. Oh, yeah. That's right. That was garbage. <laughs> you played with Chenille. Yeah. Both yeah. myself and him um, had no idea what we were doing. I think he had more of an idea what mm. he was doing than I. Yeah. But I couldn't even work out how to jump and attack. That N64 I was pushing controller. Up and nothing was going on. And the, the N64 controller continues to baffle people hmm. into it its life. It certainly baffled me. As a retro thing. Yeah. I was watching um, Retro Replay with uh, Nolan North. And I mentioned these guys before. And. Uh, What's his face? The other guy. I've forgotten his name. Anyway, um, they play old games and mm-hmm. they played Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Mm-hmm. And for like 
half the episode they couldn't work out how to shoot. <laughs> you know why? Because they were holding the controller, as you would expect, yeah. not realizing that there's a sneaky button on the back yeah. of the middle handle. Yep. And they even read the manual, press the Z button. Where's the Z button? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming it was a similar thing for the jump button on this Smash Brothers because I couldn't work out how to jump. Every mm. time I tried to press the button to attack, it didn't seem to do anything. Mm. And I don't know. It was really confusing. Um, <laughs> and then we, we played Mario Kart. That was a bit better because I've actually played Mario Kart on the N64 yep. before. Right. Um, I think I came second. He came fifth or something like oh, that. Oh, really? After Chenille. I think it was it's terrible. 150cc or... Okay. It was one of the hardest settings. He's really good at the new Mario Kart. Right. Chenille's yep. a youngin. Yes, he is. He was like, I don't know any of these consoles uh-huh. except hmm. for the Switch. Hmm. <laughs> he was wearing a... Was it an NES yeah. shirt or yeah. something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got that shirt. So he's obviously a gamer. Yeah, he's yeah, he's a gamer and a and an IT person. Oh, um classic. And he wears that shirt and I and I want to scream at him like he's a heretic because he's probably never touched an NES in his life. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. He's in the Nintendo, so yeah, you know, that works. I suppose you can appreciate the roots of something. Hmm. So where do you know him from? <laughs> so he's from uh, the group of guys that I play, like, haven't played in a long time, but play modern FPS games. Ah, okay. we, we used to play Counter-Strike a lot. Hmm. Um, and they're now playing Fortnite a lot. Ah. And um, I... Not... It was just coincidental that they that Fortnite kind of came along at the same time. Actually, I was the one who originally suggested we should check out this game Fortnite because it's a battle arena and mm-hmm. it's free, mm-hmm. so we should give it a go. Mm-hmm. I thought it might be fun because that was around the time when PUBG came out and I wasn't a big fan of PUBG because I didn't like how long it took to like get into a fight mm-hmm. and um, then the fight would be over and yeah. So I was like, maybe this Fortnite is better. It's supposed to be a bit more... Maybe this Fortnite thing will take off. Literally was like... <laughs> well, I, I wasn't even like, I think it'll take off. I was just like, maybe it'll be a bit better, or a bit easier to access because one of the things about PUBG that I find really frustrating is like, you've got all the different items. So you've got to find a backpack and you've got to find armor and a helmet mm. and like mm. all these different things before you can really get into battle. So you spend mm. like half an hour looting until you're ready to fight then you go into a fight it's over in two minutes Hmm. and then you start again and then you you know um and i guess those two minutes can be really intense but you if you play counter-strike it's you still get those intense two minutes but you only have to wait like five minutes to get to it Hmm. instead of half an hour anyway so yeah i thought let's try Fortnite. could be good it's it didn't have the same like armor and stuff there's like a shield you have a shield and I don't think there's any backpacks. I don't play it now, but hmm. yeah, that's why I was like, let's give it a go. And they tried it and they're like, yeah. And now everyone's playing it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, literally. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty popular, the old Fortnite. Mm. Yep. Although there's a new thing now. Is it Apex? Apex oh, Legends, yeah. 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 It seems to be splitting people a bit. Like, 
I don't. It's not completely getting people away from Fortnite hmm. by the looks of it. I feel like you could almost describe this in a similar way to uh, social media platforms. So, like, yeah. PUBG is like the it's, MySpace yeah, that's a good of social media, and then Fortnite's like the Facebook of social media. Hmm. And then you have, like, you know, now, like, Instagram and Twitter are coming along, and, hmm. you know, maybe Apex is like Instagram or something, where certain type of people are more into that mm-hmm. style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. Yeah. So it's getting to a point now where yeah it's it's become like perfected or not perfected but it's more polished that what people want out of it and now it's splitting off into like more of a uh I don't have the word for it a splitting off thing yeah <laughs> yeah but now your uh yeah your day uh meet get together birthday classic game thing that was a lot of fun yeah yeah and we just all turned up and we Played a bunch of games. There was CRT, CRT set up on tables. There mm. was um, uh, what? How many games were there? There was quite a few. Well, I had lots of game. Like I had my whole collection of games. Mm. Um, I just grabbed a few token like carts to put near the consoles to give people a choice. If mm-hmm. you know, because I I never specifically said to people like. You can play anything you want, like just go and grab it off the shelf and play it. Hmm. I think I did say that to some people, but it's not like I said that on the invitation or anything. Plus, um, there was a, a competition going on, so certain right. consoles had certain games set up so that you yep. could write your score down and yep. see how you go against everyone else. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. But I, yeah, so I also grabbed like a few games for each console and put them near the console so that people hmm. could quickly switch if they wanted to play something else um, yeah and the n64 had a uh, multi cart mm. thing yeah so i think it had pretty much every n64 game yeah so that was matt one t his ever drive for n64 because i don't have many n64 games that was the poo 64 mm. um yes it was yep and he brought a couple of controllers too because I only have one controller for it. And oh, I, was I hoping dropped one of those. <laughs> it seemed like a day for destroying controllers. You son of a bitch. I know. <laughs> so I know. They can take it. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. I played um, the Road Rash version on N64. Oh, that's yeah. a bad game. So that reaffirmed your feelings yeah. about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a very bad game. <laughs> Actually, I think I said while while I was playing it that it's not as bad as I thought it was. Mm-hmm. But it was still bad. <laughs> Just not as bad as I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. I saw Game Traders, MacArthur Square has Road Rash 3D. And for, for a very, very short amount of time, I thought, hmm, Road Which Rash. Which platform? PlayStation 1. Okay. Road Rash 3D. Yeah, on yep. PlayStation 1. Yeah, I've got it on the PC. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. I think that's similarly as bad. No, it's a good game. Really? Yeah. Wait, are we talking about the same game? Road Rash 3D? Hmm. Is it 3D? Not sprites? What game are we... (laughs) How many are there? (laughs) What's the good one? The good one is just Road Rash. Oh, it's just called Road Rash. And it's on... It was originally 3DO, it's also PC. PS1, 3DO, PC. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Sorry. That's the good. That's the right. best Road Rash. 
Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but it, it is a good road rash. <laughs> it's the fastest road rash. Yeah, that's yeah. what makes it good. Also, right. the soundtrack is really awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yes, <laughs> Soundgarden. I love it. Mm. It's the best road rash. Um, anyway, it's Road Rash there. 3D it plays more like Road Rash 64, I believe, right. but it's not exactly the same, mm. and I think it's bad from right. memory. Okay. Yep. I'll take your word for it. I think it. it does have a good soundtrack, though, too. Even though you like Mario Ball, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Justin Wong's been doing all these tier lists on Twitter, and he did a Mario twi- tier list today oh. with all the Mario games. All right. Um, no Mario Ball on it, though. What Shocking. The hell? It transcends There's a lot of Mario judgment. games, so Mario Ball would be, you know, that'd be a lot of games it, to get down to Mario Ball. It transcends judgment. That's really what's going on. Transcends judgment? Yeah. It confounds individuals. <laughs> That's confounding me right now, <laughs> that statement. <laughs> it can't be evaluated. It's requiring too much deep thought. It can't be evaluated because mm. it's just so difficult to understand. Mm. Only people of superior intellect can really grasp the greatness mm. Of mm-hmm. Mario Ball. <laughs> mm. I was with you until you said that. <laughs> and I was like, hmm. <laughs> no, you were like, hmm, the whole way through. True. <laughs> That's correct. But I'm sure the pitch of my hmms were changing oh. as we went through that. Okay. Yeah. Well, it didn't get to hmm. So, mm. I know you weren't like completely disagreeing mm. with me mm. yet. Mm. <laughs> anyway, oh, it was fun. The pitch is increasing. It was fun. Mm. Tied parents played Overcooked. Yes. Oh, I missed that. They went they went really? to a really hard yeah, level though, and it was really difficult. I was doing something else at the time. Uh you were probably playing Time Splitters. No. Crisis. Time Crisis. Crisis. I always get those confused. And not doing well. <laughs> no, it's a lot of learning. Yeah, you're trying really hard. Yeah. There seemed to be some latency with the controller in that Overcooked. Really? Oh, Overcooked. I, I feel like... Because I was having big trouble, like, controlling what was going on. And I hmm. think that's what it was. Hmm. I can't explain it, but... If anyone's had experience with latency on the Switch wireless controller, I feel like that's a thing that happens sometimes. Oh, sometimes only, you mean... Mm. Like your system is fine, or your system has problems. You mean, or how many well, drinks had you had? That, <laughs> I didn't actually drink much. I, I right. drank like one drink. Um, no. That was actually on their switch. They were oh. using theirs because they had overcooked two, and they wanted to play that, and they brought theirs. Um, yeah, so I don't know. That was weird, but anyway, yeah, I was finding it really hard to control my character in that, hmm. and I looked like an absolute crappy person that didn't know what they were doing because they kept well. walking off things and mm. yeah mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty bad um, and you tried uh, Tony Hawk yeah which version was that again two on PlayStation right one and weren't you meant to be good at that game I've played it before no I'm not I know that I'm not a good player I passable Right. I acceptable. 
Right. I remember you said you you inferred how good he was from the way he was talking about it. Yes. No, I know Saying the rules. that he's played it before. I played it before. I know the See? rules. See, he plays it before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows yeah. the rules. So That's code for I'm good at this game. <laughs> no, the story is <laughs> and like... Yeah, and still fail. The reason I know that I'm not <laughs> is because way back in the day, um, I played the game a bit and then my cousin who lives in New Zealand had come over at some point. He was like probably... 10 years old at the time or whatever really really young and and he had the game as well mm-hmm. and you know so I'd seen you know, I played the game familiar with it and then he plays it and I can see how much better he was this kid doing <laughs> specials all over the place like virtually everything right. boom every boom you know <laughs> grinding down some rail boom 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 is that the, is that the Hold, sound that's the sound it makes right yeah Duh. yeah 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 okay <laughs> uh, oh <laughs> uh, that's how you're supposed to play it. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and yet you didn't learn anything. No, he, he's actually good at it. Right. <laughs> okay. So, if it was way, way long ago, does yeah. that mean that it's retro? It's a retro game? That's 3D. It's <laughs> definitely a retro. That's 3D. How old is that game? Uh, Must be, what, 18 years? We'll have to look it that's, up. That's as retro as it gets. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's on the same level <laughs> as Galaga. Space Invaders. <laughs> yeah. No. I think we need to come up with a classification, like we've said many times. Speaking of um, Tony Hawk, so I've got a friend who... Uh, is your friend Tony Hawk? No. Right. But it's on along that line. Uh-huh. Um, a friend of mine who I worked in the guitar shop with is now playing in a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 cover band. And they oh, played at PAX yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Bloody hell. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's called Birdman, the Unexpected Virtue of a Tony Hawk Pro Skater cover band. And That's a cool name. Yeah. Basically, it's exactly what they mean. Like, it, they just did it as a joke kind of thing, and then it became, like, really successful. Oh, that's cool. Um, to the did point, you go see them at PAX? I or? actually didn't. Uh, I don't know what we you were doing. Bastard. I know. <laughs> I know. It was really what stupid. What sort of friend are you? I should have gone and watched it. You should have. Anyway, um, so I saw on Facebook the other day they were asked by Tony Hawk through PM or DM on Twitter to go and play in the US for the 10th anniversary Holy of Tony shit. Hawk's Pro Skater. Cool. And they're supporting one of the bands that's on the thing. Oh. I can't remember. So, more likely 20th anniversary because the first game is 1999. Oh, That's must be. I, was no. I thought it was 10th, but it's it must definitely be. definitely a retro. 20. What year is it? Yeah, 20. 20 yeah. years. Yeah. From the first game, yeah. And the second one a year later, the third one a year later, the fourth one a year later, the fifth one a year later. Yeah, it goes on. Yeah, there's a few. That's Activision. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. Um... They're yeah, supporting wow. Bad Religion. Wow. Oh. Yeah. So they're pretty famous then. Well, they will be after this. Hmm. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is. So they're going to the US to play in San Diego. Hmm. Yeah, it says 20th. I read it wrong. Hmm. That's really awesome. Yeah. And I guess they'll meet Tony Hawk. I guess so. Does he still skate? Oh, yeah, but not, I don't think, like, super seriously or anything. Mm. 
Yeah. So he doesn't compete I, anymore. I don't think you ever stop skating as someone like that. I don't know. So you do disagree with me then? <laughs> I mean, you know, you get to a certain age and your bits and pieces don't really hold together as much as they did once before. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's, you know, doing the 900 anymore, but... Um, doing the 900? Yeah. That's, that's, that's a move. That's his yeah, signature that's move. he's famous for. Oh, okay. He's and, the first person to do a 900 degree turn. Right. And mm. his special move as the character in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which is useless because it takes so long to do that yeah. you can't link it with anything else. Hmm. Really. <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that was one of the comp games in our mm. meet. So there was that. Did you win all the comp games? No, I was actually... Okay, this is going to sound like really... I was trying not to win. Uh-huh. I played every game once except for Time Crisis because then Dan beat my score and I had to go and beat him because mm-hmm. he was gloating so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I had lots of goes of Time Crisis until I beat his score. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, anyway. But I did choose games that I love to play. So Yes, you did. I, and your own games. I wanted to, yeah. I wanted to... And I, and I chose games that I thought people that weren't that popular, like people generally aren't that into these games. So, I mean, Pilot Wings, I think, is a really well-known game. I don't know if it was a... I think it was a pack-in at some stage for Super uh, Nintendo. It might have been. It's one of those games Sadly. that has, like, so many copies and it's not that expensive to get. But it, I think it's actually a really fun game. Hmm. And I've talked about it on the podcast before. Yes. And lots of people, quite a few people said to me, like, oh, that was really fun. Hmm. Because once they like played it trying to get a score they had to work out like learn how to play it properly hmm. and then because you know a lot of my friends are like hyper competitive they're all trying to land on the 100 point thing <laughs> hmm. on the um the skydiving ah <laughs> oh, that was so funny and they they seem to really enjoy it hmm. so there was that pilot wings and then um atomic runner yeah, which is called Chelnov. Yep. In other regions. Yep. Mm. Which is that run and gun kind of shooting game. On which the is, Mega Drive. Yep. Yeah. And the big like mechanical difference in that game is that... So it's a scrolling shooter, a scrolling run and gun. The screen doesn't stop. Uh, and you're always moving forward. You can't run backwards. Yeah. You can stop running in the spot. But you can't run backwards. You can shoot backwards. The screen doesn't stop, right? Does screen it keep on stops. scrolling? Yep, except yeah. for boss fights. Right. So, yeah, and then boss fights, you can run backwards and forwards. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, you're, you're in the normal level. You're always moving. And, yeah, I think it's really... I think it's really fun. I like that game. Hmm. It's But you have to kind of change the way you think about playing a game like that because... You um you kind of have to plan what you're doing. Yeah, it's uh, kind of like a uh, Wonder Boy. It's a it's a force scroller, and you need uh, to sort of memorize what's coming up. And but Wonder Boy, you can stop and turn and run back. You just can't. No, you can't. The screen doesn't go back. Oh, correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So in this, you can't. Yeah. So it's similar, but in this, you can't. Like if you, one of the things you have to be careful of is shooting one of the power up drops 
behind you because if it drops behind you, you mm. can't get it. You mm. can't go back and pick it up. Mm. So you, you have to let those power-ups get in front of you and then hit them so that you can actually pick them up. Yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think? of? You didn't play it because no. you only played something. What did you play? I only played N64 games, which is completely <laughs> Such a against everything <laughs> to my, you know, soul, yeah. really. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're not games that I oh, that's right. particularly you enjoy. You, um, yeah. Like light, game, light gun games, I don't like because I'm bad at them. Mm. Tony Hawk, I've never liked. Uh, Pilot Wings, I don't like that game. Mm. Um, Chernov, I don't know. Maybe it's a four scroller. This is why we didn't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Choplifter on the Master System, that was one of the games, wasn't it? Yep. yep. Um, we played that as part of the best Master System game mm. in in a previous podcast. Mm-hmm. I didn't think too much about that either. Um, I liked the C64 version of Choplifter, mm. but even the arcade version of Choplifter I've never really liked. So, yeah, it was a bunch of games that I'm not particularly fond of. Mm. But besides that fact, um, I was only there for about an hour mm. or, a t- or two because I was stretched for time on, on that particular day. So I didn't feel like it was right to play these games mm. and, you know, because I was just sort of a blow-in. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed watching people play them. I yeah. enjoyed watching, you know, what uh, Matt die over and over <laughs> again. That was fun. What was that? On? Was that on Atomic Runner? And Tony Hawk and oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Time Crisis and I managed to choose a bunch of games that you, you didn't like. <laughs> yeah, Who would have thought that would happen? Yeah, <laughs> you know that's that's me. Mm. That's you. Mm. <laughs> but it was a fun day. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Cool. Mm. What were you going to say, Matt? Yeah, watching me play Tony Hawk. Because <laughs> as the scores get to that particular level, and you're linking tricks together, mm. and then you bail on, mm. you know, and you lose all the points that you've just mm. banked on. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. You get so greedy. The, yeah, you get greedy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I gotta beat this, you know. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of tries on it. Yep. Do you know where? You, do you know where you ended up in the scoreboard? Nah, three, third, or fourth, I think. Okay. Did John on, come first? On that one game. Huh? No, I came second first? on that uh, one. Right. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Played one round. Just <laughs> saying. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was fun. That was fun. Actually, Matt, 1T is really good at that game too. Yeah. He didn't hmm. play it at all. Right. <sighs> hmm. Yeah, hopefully we can do other things like that in the future. Mm. We will see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we will see. Mm-hmm. So I think we're done. We're done. Yep. We're done. Yep. We're done. Thanks for listening to Game the System Podcast. If you would like to contact us, the best way to do that is on Game the System forums at gamethesystem.co. You can reach out to us via email at feedback at gamethesystem.co. You can reach me on Twitter at Mark's Tweet. That's at M-A-R-C-S underscore Tweet. John Twitches over at twitch.tv Wago. 
That's H-W-A-Y-G-O. Mm-hmm. Matt's off in the cloud or in the shadows or both yep. doing stuff. And that's it. And we will see you next time for the next podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.